Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Movie Bugle podcast. My name is Justin and I am so excited that you guys have decided to listen to me talk about movies and TV shows. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode. You can follow me on my Instagram page at the Movie Bugle. I like to post things that I am interested in on there about, whether it's new TV shows, movies, any reviews. Anytime I post a new episode, I will, you know, anytime, well, anytime I record a new episode, I will post on there. This weekend, I was a little bit more active than usual just because of Comic-Con, which is actually what we're going to be talking about on this episode, more specifically about the Marvel panel, because there was so much. There was so much that came out, but um, I want to break it all down, give my thoughts about certain things, just go through the whole lineup. And uh, yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in and let's go ahead and get started. So this past weekend was Comic-Con and if you have been living under a rock, you know, Comic-Con is a convention that they have all over. I think the, one of the biggest ones is the one in San Diego um, and that's usually where the studios come be a part of it. You know, they'll bring different actors and actresses and it's a it's a major event, right? And they, they premiere trailers, they have a lot of things related to comics, they have a lot of, you know, and it's not just like superhero stuff or like not just Marvel and DC see they'll even like movie stuff um you know you back in the day you know they used to have a big presence from all the different uh, movie studios like paramount and fox and everyone used to show up i saw things from teen wolf uh, you know um, um who else was there this weekend um dungeons and dragons um i'm pretty sure stranger things would have been there had they had already you know premiered i'm pretty sure they had a presence on the floor but th there's there's a lot there's a lot that goes on there and it's like a celebration of like all things nerdy all things comics all things you know in that realm but one of the more popular things that happens is you know warner brothers dc would do a panel marvel did a panel and it's like you know the the famous hall h right so that's where they have all the biggest panels and stuff so i want to talk about specifically the marvel panel but before i get to marvel i don't want to be disrespectful to dc as well dc definitely showed up um they showcased their two upcoming movies shazam um, fury of gods i believe that's the name of it and black adam and they showed both trailers online. So one of the things that they usually do for Comic-Con or any of uh, these types of conventions is they'll have like exclusive footage for the ones who are in attendance because you have to pay to go to this. This is sometimes expensive, especially for like a three day event. Sometimes you're paying, you know, a couple hundred dollars to go. So if I'm an attendee, I want to, you know, feel like I'm getting something that, you know, the rest of the world can't get. So besides being there in person and having that in-person experience and, you know, seeing your favorite actors and actresses or your favorite characters on stage or whatever, you also get exclusive content. So I'm pretty sure they show them additional stuff you know, The Rock, he is, you know, he's playing Black Adam and he sort of showed up in his suit and he did like this whole opening presentation where he was like lifted into the air and it looks really cool. Um, unfortunately, they didn't live stream it, but you know, everyone had their phones out. So you got to see uh, videos and pictures of all the stuff all online. So that's how I was able to enjoy my Comic-Con experience, just trying to refresh in my Twitter and seeing what they posted on Instagram. But we did get a brand new first trailer for the next Shazam movie. It looks really fun. And then we got another little, you know, look at the Black Adam movie. So both of those movies come out this year. Black Adam comes out in October. I think it's October 21st or something like that. And then Shazam comes out in December. Now, if you saw the first Shazam movie, there was a post credit scene, you know, if you saw the events, you know, you had like the main character who can change to Shazam. He's in a foster home with all these other kids. They all get the power to be able to turn into their own version of Shazam, right? And then um, when they had a post credit scene, they're in like their little lair. And then there was an extra chair that sort of alluded that that's supposed to be for Black Adam. So they didn't say this. And, you know, obviously they're not going to show all the big surprises in the trailer, but I definitely have a feeling that the reason why we're getting black adam before shazam is because they want to introduce a black adam character and then maybe black adam will show up maybe in a post credit scene or show up towards the end or make it a, a, a cameo appearance 
for you know Shazam. So I'm wondering if that's gonna happen. I know in the comics, I think Shazam and Black Adam actually fight each other. Um, I know that in the comics, Black Adam and uh, Superman fight each other. There was a lot of speculation that you know Henry Cavill, who played you know Superman in these past couple of years from Man of Steel, was supposed to be in the movie. I mean, so was supposed to show up at Comic Con. He did not. So there's been a lot of speculation, but. Just wanted to touch upon a little bit about Warner Brothers in DC. However, the main event, you know, Marvel, Marvel knows how to show up and show out. And I wanted to talk about the Marvel panel because the one of the people that I follow online, um, they posted on Instagram that they heard from their sources that Marvel's gonna come in hot. So my speculation going into I guess the Marvel panel or just hearing the what type of announcements they could have potentially was, you know, Black Panther footage just because that's the next stuff. That's the next movie that's coming out. Maybe some She-Hulk. And then, you know, they may show some teases from some stuff here and there, you know, for them. But they announced a lot. So I'm going to break it all down for you. I'm going to give you some some release dates. I'm going to give you some of my theories. I'm going to give you a lot of information because there was a lot like it's it's a lot. <laughs> I try to post as much as I can, but honestly, I had to stop on my Instagram page because there was so many announcements coming out that I had to like sort of group things together. So just want to go ahead and give like that preface a little bit um but yeah so let's go ahead and get started so we are currently in phase four of marvel and what's funny is three years ago was the last time marvel had a presence at the sorry at comic-con because of the whole pandemic thing and at that last time they announced phase four so it's kind of like you know ironic that the next time they're they have a presence at comic-con they're talking about we're about to wrap up phase four which i'm going to touch upon that in just a little bit and then they announced not only phase five but we also went into phase six which was like whoa okay so i wanted to talk about this point a little bit first because i did an episode recently you know just talking about like how all over the place phase four seems but we sort of got like their logic or about like their mindset behind where we have been you know for these past couple of years post end game and black widow was no 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 not black widow sorry wandavision back in actually last year was the first a property to usher us into phase four so they pretty much said that phase four was everything post blip it was everything post in game you know how everyone has been dealing with it right and if you think about all the different properties that we've gotten wandavision and wandavision falcon and winter soldier loki black widow was an exception but the post credit scene you know also dealt with you know how she had passed away in Endgame, Shang-Chi, Eternals, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, uh, Miss Marvel, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, uh, She-Hulk, and the also upcoming Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, so all of this has pretty much, you know, is dealing with the aftermath of the blip and everything that happened you know with that major you know major event right so i'm like okay cool so that sort of brings it into focus um one of the things that they did say is um that phase four will end with black panther wakanda forever which comes out on november 11th so i'm super excited about black panther wakanda forever and i did a video on my instagram page just talking about my overall thoughts about the trailer about the movie about obviously everything that's been happening with black panther so i'm definitely going to touch upon it a little bit later because that was the last thing that they did for this panel um but just wanted to mention black panther wakanda forever wakanda forever black panther is coming we fun uh, okay anyways let me, let me go ahead and calm down but anyways so we've had everything up to the point uh, uh, so far and then um she hulk comes out next month it comes out in august you know in this uh you know series on disney plus i don't know if it's gonna be six episodes or nine episodes um and then we end up phase four with black panther wakanda forever so 
Phase four has had seven movies and seven TV shows, right? And if you think about it, in a span of two years, so they're sort of getting their phases down to like two years. Because as you can see, even with all of the upcoming things that they've announced, you know, everything is sort of lingering into like a year and a half to two years. So phase four began with, you know, January 2021 and is ending in November 2022. So phase three, phase five has six movies and six tv shows so let's go ahead and break this down a little bit so the first thing that they announced some of these things we already knew was coming but i think them restructuring the phases and sort of giving like a direction of everything and we're going to talk about that as well just because there's a lot this there's a lot they're they're bringing things into focus i'm just i'm so excited and i hope everything plans out but anyways phase five so we kick off phase five february 17th ant-man and the wasp quantumania this is the third ant-man movie in their series and this is also gonna the second time we're gonna see jonathan majors playing you know kang the conqueror the first time he played it was in the loki series he was a variant of kang as he who remains um but we're gonna actually gonna see him conquering in this movie and based on all the stuff that we're getting and all the stuff that they sort of announced I don't think that this is going to be the last time we see him. I think that Kang is going to be our next Thanos. And I and I say that as we started getting into some other properties, I'm going to be giving some, you know, some of my thoughts and stuff like that. And, um, you know, just trying to tie everything together. So we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming February 17, 2023. Immediately right after that, sometime in spring of 2023, we're going to get the Secret Invasion show. And I believe Secret Invasion is supposed to have Nick Fury in it. Um, it's one you know, Secret Invasion, if you read the comics, is basically like the scrolls have infiltrated. You don't know who's a scroll. And they did say that this is going to be a different tone to what we've been getting. So, so far, if you think back over, you know, all these TV shows that we've gotten from the phase four, I would say Falcon and Winter Soldier was definitely a little bit more serious. Um, maybe Hawkeye, but you know, Hawkeye still had his comedic moments. Um, Moon Knight, uh, you know, uh, y'all know Moon Knight wasn't one of my favorite ones, but Moon Knight had its moments here and there. But I would say probably the more serious one was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. As far as overall tone, storyline, direction, and stuff like that, right? And then as far as movies, I don't think any of the movies have been too serious. Black Widow, maybe. Um, uh, e oh, Eternals wasn't wasn't a, co a comedy, so yeah, Eternals was serious. But so I would say, as far as TV, there's been a lot more jokey stuff, you know, with Phase Four, and you know, Thor: Love and Thunder was very very comedic, and I, I think that sort of like turned people off of it from a little bit just because it was a lot. Like the goats were funny, but you know, it's it's it was it was a little bit too much at times. But anyways. So that's coming spring 2023. They don't have an actual release date yet, but they've already been shooting. I don't know if they're wrapped yet, um, but yeah, so that's coming very, very soon. Second thing. And then the third thing that's coming uh, May 8th, 2023 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, James Gunn and a few of the cast was there and he pretty much said that this is sort of the conclusion of this corner of the Guardians of the Galaxy in the MCU. He sort of alluded that maybe some people will die. Um, you know, it is, it's kind of interesting because the last time we saw them was in Thor Love and Thunder. But if you go back to like Endgame, you know, with all the events that happened, Gamora had died in Infinity War, but then she came back in Endgame, you know, through the time jump and stuff like that. So where they are right now, you have the core Guardians of the Galaxy people, but then you also have Gamora. She doesn't know these people because of the time and stuff like that. So I'm very curious to see how they're going to do that. I'm pretty sure that that's going to be a tearjerker just because it is the finale um some of the cast who were on stage i know chris pratt had got a little choked up because i saw some like some footage that people were like posting online and stuff like that and so did james gunn who was the director he got choked up as well so i'm very excited to see that um i wasn't a fan of guardians of the galaxy volume 2 i didn't really like it i love the first one um so i'm hoping that they can reel me back in with guardians of the galaxy volume 3 
And then the summer next year is very, very loaded. We're getting three different properties in the summer. So first one um, is going to be Echo. Um, so Echo, if you saw the Hawkeye um, TV show, Echo is a character that came out of it. She's a deaf character. Um, she is supposed to, she's like an assassin and stuff like that. Super skilled and everything like that. Um, very, very excited and curious about this. I feel like this is also going to be a serious tone just because um there's rumors that maybe daredevil is going to show up in here um kingpin who was also in hawkeye you know and these are the same characters that were from daredevil tv show on netflix so i'm really curious about that and then you also have Loki season two also coming out summer 2023. This is so both Echo and also Loki season two are going to be on Disney Plus. This is where I also think we're going to see more of Jonathan Majors Kang, because if you saw the very ending of Loki, the first season, we saw like how when they like spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, it's been over a year at this point. <laughs> but um, we saw at the very end the events that happened. He warned them if you can me my other one's gonna be here and you know we saw that so we saw the statue of king the conqueror in the tva at the very very end so i don't think that he's gonna be like the main villain i think that he's gonna have a presence and i feel like you may feel his presence in that show he may have another cameo but as kang right um so i'm wondering how that's gonna be you know what's gonna look like and then uh rounding out the summer of we have a movie the marvels which is captain marvel 2 pretty much that's gonna be going to theaters on july 28th 2023 so the marvels if you're not aware is gonna have captain marvel in it is gonna have monica rambo from wandavision and it's also gonna have um uh, Kamala Khan from Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. So if you haven't seen Miss Marvel, definitely want to check that out. I'm very interested to see how this is going to go. Um, I want to know how they're all going to relate to each other. Um, I'm not going to say the ending of Miss Marvel because it's, it's too fresh, but there was, you know, some tie ins to the very end, some exciting stuff or whatever. But I'm very curious to see. I think this tone, from what I've been hearing, is a little bit more light. So I know that the first Captain Marvel, even though it made like over a billion dollars, some people loved it, some people hated it, some people, most people thought it was like, okay, you know, I'm in that, like, it was cool, it was okay, camp, you know, it wasn't one of my favorite ones, but I didn't hate it, like, you know, like, so I, I'm curious to see how they're going to be able to tie it in. Uh, Nia DaCosta, who directed the the recent Candyman movie, is the director of this movie, so I'm wondering how how she's going to put her spin and her flair on it i'm really excited to have um i forgot the actress's name but the actress who plays monica rambo that come back into this world and you know, interact with uh carol danvers there was a little allude in wandavision uh where they were talking about you know uh, captain marvel could have defeated thanos and uh, monica sort of rolled her eyes so it was like oh what's going on there like you know what i mean i'm i'm thinking just because if you go back to the events of captain marvel you know monica she was a child and you know captain marvel she sort of went off planet and i'm wondering if monica feels some type of way that uh, captain marvel didn't come back to be at her friend's side as her mom died from cancer so i'm wondering maybe if that's the reason why she feels some type of way towards her but i don't know you know we're gonna see this you know they i don't know if they've already wrapped production on that but i know they were filming it that's coming out pretty much a year from now so next july july 28th so going into the fall we have iron heart the series of iron heart uh we're going to actually see riri williams and the upcoming black panther wakanda forever if you saw the trailer um you saw her you know she made um riri williams as the one who dapped um shuri inside of the lab i think she was wearing like all orange and then she was also she also forged a little iron heart piece out of metal um that's riri williams so so she's going to be Ironheart in the comics. You know, she's a brilliant scientist who sort of like picks up the mantle of Iron Man, I guess. And, you know, becomes her own version of some type of Iron Man. But, you know, her name is Ironheart. I'm wondering if this version of her, she's going to get her tech from Wakanda. I think that makes the most sense. Um, there were some set photos that had leaked. Um, I think she goes to MIT in Boston and, you know, Shuri and Okoye probably goes up there. 
this is getting into speculation spoiler territory for Black Panther Wakanda forever. But Shiri and Okoye, I think, goes and finds out about her and, you know, sort of brings her over to Wakanda and stuff like that. So that's how we're going to have her introduced. I don't know if she's going to suit up in this. I don't know if they're going to make her a suit in this movie to help fight the, the threat. And I'll talk about Black Panther, you know, as I when I get to it, because uh, I, I want to save that towards the end of this discussion. But I, there's a threat and and I'm wondering if she's going to suit up. Maybe she's just going to be in the background or whatever. But we're going to get her own fleshed out story in fall 2023. Super excited about that. Also coming out in fall of 2023, we actually have an official release date for the Blade movie with Mahershala Ali. And I think this is going to be interesting because now, like, okay, so we had like the first 10 years, right? And everything was centered around the original six Avengers, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Hulk. And then you had like breakoff stories as we were introduced to Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. We was also introduced to the Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, um, Captain Marvel. You know, so we we got all oh Ant Man as well. Can't forget about Ant Man. So we we've had like a corner of the universe that was for the most part very earthbound. I think once obviously Thor is cosmic. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy is cosmic. Um, uh, Captain Marvel, you know, was started off on Earth, but she's been with the Nova Corps, um, so she's cosmic as well. But I think that with now that we have an established universe. What we're going to start seeing is we're going to start seeing more comic characters come to life and characters that we may not know, um, like, in a, in a, I guess, in a pop culture, like in a sense, like the average person may not know, like everyone knows Blade because of you know, the older Blade movies that used to come out, you know, back in the, in the 90s. Um, but do, uh, why, why can I think of the actor um, who played Blade? Wesley, Wesley Snipes. You know, funny story. Um, my dad, uh, rest in peace to my dad, but he told me a story uh, about how him and uh, Wesley Snipes actually went to the same school. I don't know if it was Jones so I'm originally from Florida, if y'all don't know, and Wesley Snipes went to school in Florida. I don't know how many years or whatever, but him and my dad actually went to the same school and they were in a production, a Midsummer's Night's Dream together. Um, so he told me about how he used to know Wesley Snipes back in the day, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So funny story about that. But anyways... So we all know that Blade because of Wesley Snipes, but I think that they're going to introduce like the dark side of the MCU. And when I say dark, we're gonna, like the vampires. We already have witches with Agatha and with with um, with uh, oh, why can't oh, my mind is just going blank? Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch, and then we have some other things that were introduced with um, the Eternals movie that's coming uh, that already came and stuff like that. So, uh, we we know Ghost Rider may eventually show up at some point. So, I think they're going to start having different corners of the universe that may appeal to different people. Um, so I think that's really really exciting, but. They announced Blade back in 2019 at Comic-Con. And so now we have an official release date. Um, and that official release date, again, is November 3rd, 2023. So super excited about that, obviously. And then we have another, I guess, date-ish or it's like time-ish. Something that wasn't introduced to us at a panel, but sort of they just put online because of the success of this character from WandaVision. We have Agatha. She's getting her own spinoff TV show. It was originally called Agatha House of Harkness, but now they renamed it to Agatha Coven of Chaos. So I'm wondering what that Coven of Chaos is. Um, there's like, you know, so in the in uh, in WandaVision, if y'all remember at the very, very end when uh, Scarlet, when um, when uh, Scarlet Witch defeated Agatha, she sort of put her in like this state where she's going to be that nosy neighbor. She's going to forever be Agnes. Right. Well, in the with the events that happened in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, um, the Dark Hole was destroyed. So did that release the the curse that Agatha had over her because of Wanda? I don't know. So I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with that. This is slated to come out winter between winter 2023 and early 2024. So um, and this is going to be a Disney Plus series. 
And then something they also gave a date for and gave a little bit more details with this as well is Daredevil. So Daredevil is one of the uh, properties that was acquired by Disney when Disney bought Fox. And um, Daredevil had own a three season story arc on Netflix. But now that character is coming back to Disney. Um, it's going to be integrated with all of the Marvel characters that we already know and love. And we already seen Matt Murdock show up in Spider-Man No Way Home so now we're about to see the same Charlie Cox who's going to be playing Daredevil and he's showing up in a couple places because he's going to be he's going to be showing up in the She-Hulk series that's coming out next month there's rumors he's going to be in the Echo series and then he's getting his own series on Disney Plus and this is supposed to be an 18 episode series coming out in spring of 2024 so 18 episodes is a big jump from um, six episodes that we're getting now i mean think about it like miss marvel was six episodes moon knight was six episodes and i think one of the complaints that you know we as fans have been saying is we need some more i think wandavision and maybe was it what if those were the two shows so far that gave us more than six episodes. WandaVision gave us nine, and I think What If gave us like nine or ten as well. So I'm very curious to see how they're going to do this 18 episodes. I don't know if they're going to be 30 minutes long. Like, you know, if they do 30 minute long episodes, 18, then that's technically nine hour long episodes we would normally get like on Netflix or something else. So maybe it sounds more daunting than what it is, but I don't I don't know how to I don't know how this is going to work, but super excited about that. Um, I think that's going to be serious. Uh, we're going to have Kingpin back in that as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I wonder if they're going to bring anyone else from the Netflix uh, Daredevil show over to this one. Um, if you go and watch the She-Hulk trailer that came out, um, Daredevil does show up at the end of the episode of the, the trailer. Um, there's, if you see that guy flip over She-Hulk and then you see him like holding up two batons, that is indeed Daredevil. They didn't show his face, but for us who knows, and his costume is different but his costume is actually comics accurate it's like that red and yellow costume that he wears inside the comics so i'm i'm wondering to see how they're gonna how they're gonna do this because 18 episodes is a lot and then uh, we're kicking off summer of 2024 with Captain America New World Order. And this is going to be basically Captain America 4 as Sam Wilson as being Captain America. I wonder if we're going to be getting Bucky Barnes back. I wonder if we're going to if they're going to play more into the Isaiah Bradley storyline. So I believe this is probably going to be a serious movie. The Captain America movies, for the most part, have been serious. So I think they're going to keep up with that. I wonder if they're going to play along the same like beats that they did for falcon and the winter soldier where uh sam wilson has to prove himself of being captain america or if all of the events that's happening with all of these different movies is going to be playing into this as well um this is supposed to be a multiversal age so this is the 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 multiverse saga as they sort of said um, so I'm wondering what's going to happen with that. And then we're rounding out phase five with Thunderbolts and Thunderbolts is basically Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. So you have certain characters like Hawkeye in there. You have Kate Bishop. Um, you have U.S. Agent is a part of it. Um, the Punisher, um, you know, we had John Berthal was Punisher on Netflix. So I wonder if they're going to bring him back. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering, uh, Yelena, but. Yelena Belova yeah I think she's a part of it too she is um she is the um oh what's her name what's her name I can't think she Black Widow's sister yeah <laughs> so if you saw Black if you saw the Black Widow movie or if you saw Hawkeye we already met Yelena so she's a part of that as well so that's gonna be a movie so Again, phase five, super, super huge, six movies, six TV shows on top of some of the other stuff that I didn't mention. They have animated stuff coming out as well, but I don't know if the, I think the animated stuff may be like an Elseworlds type thing or like a, just in a different universe. I don't, I don't know. Um, they didn't really announce they had an own separate animation panel the day before they did the movies thing um, on Saturday. So we'll see but that's a lot and honestly phase five is 
just it's like a year and a half because thunderbolts come out july 28 2024 and that's a movie so starting with february february 2023 to july 2024 we're getting 12 different properties it seems like they're going to be running disney's plus shows and movies almost every single week for that whole year if you think about it i mean if the shows are going to be giving us you know six to nine episodes daredevil is a whole 18 episodes so if that is supposed to be spring that can honestly start like march and that can go even while you know even while captain america hits theaters if that starts in the beginning of march and you do it you know every single week you know that's going to be a couple of months you know that's at least four months so i i don't i don't know maybe that maybe that show will run all the way through summer or maybe they'll release two episodes a week and just make it nine weeks i, I don't know how they're gonna do that but that's that's a lot of information that's a lot of a lot of marvel content so i really really hope that they are able to juggle it properly you know it's a lot of people has been saying that phase four has been a little bit of chaotic but i think that they are sort of coming into focus with with the way that they're going because also uh just want to touch up on this really really quick we also got some information regarding phase six so phase six kicks off with fantastic four november 8th 2024 you know they announced it um uh, back in 2019 uh, at, at comic-con that uh, fantastic four is coming they had um oh, I, I forgot the the, the director i, I want to say mark webb that's that's not his name Peyton Reed is the one who who directs Ant-Man. But anyways, the one who just the the director who just directed all three of the new Spider-Man movies, he was supposed to be directing Fantastic 4. He just stepped away, but I think they're going to have a director and casting announcements of, of ready for D23. I heard a rumor online that apparently we're going to be introduced to the Fantastic Four through Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. It could be in a post credit scene. It could be, you know, as like a quick cameo in the movie. And then that's how we break off into their story as well, just because of the whole multiverse thing. I'm pretty sure they're going to be time traveling in that movie as well, going through the quantum realm. So I think if they have casting announcements and stuff like that for the Fantastic Four, even though even before they start shooting, they can have a uh, uh, an appearance in the ant-man and the wasp movie so and then they'll get their own movie the next year and then something that i wasn't i was not expecting was an announcement of not only one but two avengers movies in 2025 so we have avengers the kang dynasty which is going to be on may 2nd 2025 as a movie and then later that year on november 7th we have avengers secret wars so i actually just i saw this video that kevin feige who's a producer main producer over at marvel uh was talking about and he basically said that you know the first saga the the infinity saga right you know so you had you had phases that led up to an avengers movie because at the time that was the most anticipating thing that was happening right so you had you know phase one that sort of led up to you know the first avengers movie and then phase two led up to avengers age of ultron and then phase three led up to the culmination of all these characters we have met over the past 10 years and led into you know avengers infinity war and also avengers endgame so now that we have an established universe kevin feige was basically saying that we have a lot of avengers type events that happen like spider-man no way home like doctor strange and the multiverse of madness he says that Edmund and the Wasp Quantumania is going to be a team up movie in this way. So I think that was sort of like a little teaser that he gave us. We have Guardians of the Galaxy coming. We have all these big things happening that we don't really need an Avengers movie um, that quickly. And I think also what he was saying is, is sometimes, you know, these phases took years to get to. The first phase was from 20, uh, 2008 to 20, 2012. The second phase went from i think early 2013 to 2015 and then the last phase went from 2016 to 2019 you know and now these phases like phase five is just a year and a couple of months so 
even with phase four that we're in right now phase four just started last year in january guys like wandavision just came on last january 2021 and now wakanda for uh, wakanda forever is going to be in the phase four and that is you know november of 2022 so it's kind of like instead of giving us an avengers movie at the end of every phase now it's like let's have a big avengers event at the end of each saga so the next three phases is going to be the multiverse saga so they're leading up towards the king dynasty and also secret wars both in the same year i'm pretty sure they're going to shoot them back to back but just think about all the characters that could show up shang chi all these like so many people that could show up in these movies like it's it's a lot to think about i was not expecting that announcement but I'm super excited. But those are the only three things that they announced for phase six, but they did have eight untitled spots between 2024 and 2025 between Disney plus shows and also movies that they can fill in there as well. So I wanted to talk about a few things they did not announce and some things that they can also like potentially fill these spots with. So there was no Deadpool news. We know Deadpool three is coming right um, now that they have rights to Deadpool. So there's a, we're waiting for a Deadpool pull three there was nothing mentioned about mutants but i'm wondering if mutants are going to just be popping up inside of these movies um here and there so there was nothing there they announced a long periodically time ago that they was going to be doing a show called armor wars with a uh, war machine nothing there i don't know if they've i don't know if they scrapped it for now i don't know if they're moving things around i i don't know what's going on with that so we don't have anything like that they also announced a black panther tv series um i think it's like around the door melage that's supposed to be coming as well they announced that a little while ago but there's there was nothing no official news about that as well um and they also announced a shang chi uh too as well as well as tv series that's related to that story or that world so you know they can potentially give us something like that as well and then there was no spider-man related stuff as well and i know spider-man is technically sony but spider-man does fit into our universe so if they renew that contract you know they left a big like plot I guess point at the end of what the post credit scene with Venom, you know, uh, Tom Hardy's Venom coming to our universe and then being sent back to his universe, but a piece of the symbiote was left behind. And the last thing that that symbiote was talking to Eddie Brock about was going to New York to meet Spider-Man. Um, so maybe that could be a potential story, you know. I, I don't know. So there's, there's a lot of things they left on the table that we we didn't get any type of announcements for. So I'm pretty sure if you think about it, we're only in 2020 late fall 2024 2025 is far away from now they don't have to give us everything right now we got a lot between what they did give us so i'm i'm really excited but you know this this is a lot of information and I want to talk about, you know, just some of my, my overall talking, like, you know, takes from this, right? So we have a lot of Marvel content over the next couple of years between movies and TV shows. And I'm wondering, will they be able to juggle it? Like, you know, that's this is a big, tall order. And, you know, for me, I'm going to watch everything. I'm going to watch everything. Um, I don't really see anything in this list that I'm not super excited about. Maybe maybe, maybe a couple. I, I'm, I know I am on the 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 minority with this but i loki like loki was cool but it wasn't my favorite disney plus show so i'm like you know but if they're tying it into like ant-man or if kang shows up you know i would you know be interested to see it but everything else that they've announced i'm really excited to see so I think this is really, really cool. Um, they sort of addressed that phase four was sort of the aftermath of Endgame and how everyone has been dealing with that. Um, but with this multiverse saga, Kang is going to be like our, the new version of Thanos. So Kang is going to be around. He is not going to be defeated in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Or if he is, that's just a variant. So what we're seeing now with the multiverse are variants, different storylines and stuff like that, right? So they could defeat a variant variant of Kang in Quantumania and then we see another variant pop up so I think what may happen is with the Kang dynasty we may see all these different variants pop up and they're defeating him left and right but now they're trying to figure out how can we get rid of Kang altogether like how can we get rid of that like what what can we do um so th that's something as well 
I think that you know the the Secret Invasion show. Um, they talked about a more serious tone, so I'm super excited about that. I love, I love when Marvel is you know is a little bit more serious with their content. I love the cool and like jokey stuff as well, but I do love when they are a little bit more serious, just because we we have a tendency of just brushing past things so i think that you know having some more serious content and i think we are going to get some serious content you know between secret invasion with echo i don't see echo being like a lighthearted show i think that's gonna be serious i think ironheart is gonna be a serious show i i'm actually really here for ironheart if if if, and I, if ryan coogler is a part of it in any type of way he doesn't have to direct it but if he's producer of that if he's any part anything of this show is going to be giving black you know black girl magic is going to be queen like it's i'm so excited just just for the potentiality of that show i want to see riri williams and shuri team up i want to see them coming here and show all these people we are smart we're smarter than you we're gonna go ahead and you know we're gonna rule everything <laughs> but i want to talk about black panther wakanda forever so I am so excited for this movie. I know there has been a lot of controversy with everything with this movie since the passing of the late great Chadwick Boseman. And I think that, you know, there are two sides of the coin where I feel both points are valid, you know, recasting T'Challa and not recasting T'Challa. And I, I think that us as fans have a tendency of being a little entitled when it comes to the demands that we sometimes ask for with these products. And I definitely understand, you know, we're paying for the content. This is the stuff we want to see. But I think after seeing the actors and actresses on stage and really seeing how broken they are with, you know, with chat with not no longer being around and, you know, them carrying that mantle and carrying that legacy, you know, I think that in the moment they did, probably what they thought was best which was not to recast t'challa and i know that now granted i'm on the bandwagon of recasting and i think that we have a very organic way of using a variance from a different universe to bring him over here and you know we can have the 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 character t'challa come back but i think that this is a way of saying goodbye to chadwick and i think that that's maybe the reason why they went that way um i know so this this is some this is some speculation and rumors and some things i can pull just from you know i i try to do my research and stuff like that so unfortunately they are going to kill t'challa off in this movie i don't think we're going to see it i think it's going to be one of those things where he died off camera but everyone is dealing with the fact that he's no longer with us um i think the moment that we saw in the trailer when they were all dancing in white at the very very beginning i think that was his funeral and it's gonna be tough like even just with me talking about it i'm getting chills and i'm getting just you know emotional just talking about it because i think as a fan of chadwick you know no one wants to willingly see that but i think it is gonna be therapeutic because i think the world you know was not able to say goodbye properly to chadwick boseman and i think that this is a way for us to say goodbye to him and i i trust ryan coogler i don't think they're going to be disrespectful i don't think that there's no way in the world all these people are involved take all the suits and executive people out the way if you are talking about the cast and the director and the producers and the cinematographers on this movie there is no way all these people came together and willingly disrespect to that man's legacy i don't think that is the case i think that they felt that this is probably the best way for them to go forward and and this is not me being biased in any way you know i'm not saying this is right or wrong i'm just stating how i feel about the situation and how what they're doing i feel like you know they probably made the best decision that they could at that moment um and i think that they had to move forward in some type of way i think that um I well, I hope that Marvel does hear the cries of their fans, um, particularly their black fans. 
and really pay attention to it you know over the next couple of years there's no other black panther stuff that has been announced we may not see anything else from wakanda on a bigger scale like that for a while you know we had io show up in a falcon and a winter soldier i'm pretty sure we're gonna have some you know wakandan tech show up in the the iron heart show we may have them pop up here and there but you know this could we could be saying goodbye to wakanda for a few years now and maybe in a couple years after the multiverse saga is finished we don't know what the next saga is going to look like there's been speculations that the multiverse saga is going to be like a reset so we may see different characters come back with different people they may you know do some things like they may focus on young avengers they may you know we don't know what they're going to do but i think that this is is very difficult to try to maneuver uh, a real life tragedy right and how to address it and keep it you know organic and professional and courteous to the family um but yeah but i listen but i just i just wanted to say that i just wanted to get that out the way just because i know that this movie has the potential of not only being the the best movie of the year but the best movie of the mcu and i feel like the road ahead for these actors and the the director ryan coogler and marvel doing press for this movie i i salute them because they every single day they're gonna have to be reminded that chadwick is no longer with them and I know they were already reminded while they were shooting it, but I know it's gonna be tough. It was, you can tell they were uncomfortable on stage and I don't think it was, they they didn't wanna do it just because they didn't wanna do it, but they were uncomfortable because their leading man wasn't there. So I, I you know, it's I, I don't envy them at all. But all that aside, let's talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. So, you know, we have like a little montage at the beginning and stuff like that. Uh, we see an underwater birth. Uh, and I do believe that's young Namor. So if you don't know who Namor is, Namor is an Atlantean um, king. He and if you go back to Avengers Endgame, when if you remember when um black widow was sitting like i guess at the avengers headquarters before they started to get into the heist mission mission and they had all the different people giving a check-in and they were she was talking about what about that earthquake all on along the coast of africa that was sort of like a nod to okay could that be namor but they didn't say namor because i get and uh, okoye was like you know we're dealing with it by ignoring it and i think i wonder if they're going to address that because you know wakanda has been a private nation up until recently right they've they've always been there but their technology far exceeds anything on you know on earth so they're able to hide in plain sight and i think that there could have been a treaty with the atlanteans to also protect their identity as well so an earthquake that would have happened off the coast of africa would have you know signaled the avengers or whoever but maybe a it was like we're not going to do anything about it because to, to protect our identity but something happens because namor is pissed off he's he floods wakanda and we see the water so when you actually when you go back into the trailer and you see the water inside the the, the throne room is because he flooded wakanda he does that in the comics um so he and I, i'm wondering what that could be now namor is a character that could be like an anti-hero he's sometimes he helps the avengers out sometimes he fights them you know what i mean he's definitely about my people first and you know i'll help y'all when i need to but that's pretty much it um there is speculations that they're going to tie in the atlantans history to like the mayan culture and like the mayan history um i i do not know the actor's name i, I cannot pronounce it off the top of my head but the actor who plays namor is of mexican descent um so i think that they're they're taking it serious and with ryan coogler directing that movie i know he's not gonna he's not gonna play around with that he was very vocal about his opinions and stuff like that in the first black panther movie when it came to like calling organizations and stuff like that and you know black people and everything and the narrative of even killmonger was y'all wakandas have all this technology that can help and you know help and serve black people around the whole world and y'all just holding it for yourself so as a movie goer or like a, a a comic book lover you're watching like oh you know that's cool like whatever but as a black person that hits on a different level because you're like dang that's right like why aren't y'all helping everyone else out like what's going on so 
I'm pretty sure that his his commentary, Namor's commentary in this movie is going to be on point. So I'm really excited. Honestly, I don't need to see anything else from this movie. Um, my ticket is already bought in theory. <laughs> I'm going opening night. I'm going in my daishiki. I'm going to see it multiple times. And I'm bringing a box of tissue with me because I know I'm going to be crying. Like any, any person that comes to me to go see uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever is going to be just don't judge my face because I'm going to be in tears i'm probably gonna be emotional that whole day and then i know once the movie starts i'm gonna be in tears i'm gonna be emotional so um they sort of mixed uh bob marley's you know uh no woman no cry and um uh with uh kendrick lamar's we gonna be all right together so that whole thing was beautiful i really hope kendrick is the soundtrack i hope he makes a soundtrack for this movie again because yeah, it's it's like like it's like Despicable Me and Pharrell. Like I feel like Black Panther and, and Kendrick Lamar. Like it just goes so well with each other. So yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I think that like I said, it's gonna be beautiful. And I think what a way to end phase four with Marvel's oh sorry, with the uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think that, you know, there's gonna be a different uh, shift after this and they were sort of talking about this on the panel as well and they were like you know we're going to different parts of Wakanda you know this is and obviously they can't say too much but they're like this is going to be on a bigger scale um, this movie I feel like at least two and a half hours long is going to be a long ass movie um, so and that's what I want I want to sit there the entire time um, I, I want to low key like sneak into the the, the premiere Marvel, if y'all are listening, Kevin Feige, if you're listening to this, I want to go to the premiere. I want to go to the premiere. <laughs> so if y'all could get me in, I would love to go. Um, when the, the first Black Panther came out, I was working at Disney and I was able to go see it a week in advance because, you know, Black Panther, Disney, Marvel, all same company. And I actually got interviewed by some people who put together like the, the magazines and stuff like that for Disney. So talking about the movie and it was so amazing so i'm like i have a deep connection i love black panther so much any person who knows me knows i love black panther so there y'all have it there is that is all things marvel and comic-con um they posted a lot of stuff every announcement they had they posted it online so you're able to see it both the trailers for uh black panther wakanda forever and also she hulk attorney at law is online they did show some footage for ant-man and the wasp quantumania and also guardians of the galaxy volume three they did not show it online so we haven't seen anything yet but i'm pretty sure maybe in the next couple of months we'll probably get our first ant-man and the wasp trailer um we'll see if it's july now august september october november so we're four months away well less than four months away for black panther so probably september october ish is when we're going to get our ant-man because yeah because actually november would be the first time so honestly they may not show us anything for ant-man until after black panther comes out that may be a thing because at that point it'll be november december january february like they can show us the first ant-man trailer in november and then that'll be four months away just to give black panther wakanda forever room to breathe so i can see that happening but what do you guys think of all this are you excited for all of these titles that are coming out let me know on my instagram page at the movie bugle um hit me up anytime and until next time i will talk to you guys soon bye